0: Good evening, family. Welcome back to another episode of Unconditional Light. We're in season two, still. We're, uh, we'll be closing this out soon. Um, Yay! Yay! And, Hi, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, with that, we'll be uh, making some changes and doing some some pretty cool stuff for season three. But um, tonight we're going to discuss closing the gap, which is I get. I get questions and I don't know if Alex gets these questions, but I I get questions about how the dynamic of our relationship worked prior to her moving here and us being in the same space. And and it's not just about closing the physical gap, but also closing um, the emotional, spiritual, and mental gap as well, so.
1: Right, and just for, listener purposes, uh for those that may not know or are just joining us, um we Monte and I had met um and we're doing long distance for a few months for what, five months months. somewhere there? Yeah. And um so yeah, I was living on the east coast in Maryland and he was out here in San Diego and so, it will be on Wednesday, exactly one month since I have joined him out here in San Diego. Oh,
0: snap.
1: And, uh, yeah. Time flies, man. It's actually as of tomorrow. I came out the 29th. Yeah. yeah. So, as of tomorrow. Uh, it'll be exactly a month since I've been out here. And, uh, yeah. So, we kind of wanted to update you guys on um, how that process has been going. And also, just kind of share in all the shifts and changes happening in our lives and, and how um, our individual and, um, you know, conjoined light has been shining since. So it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it has been. Um, we, how did we meet?
1: How did we for, meet? Yeah, for those
0: who don't know. Yeah, yeah. Real quick.
1: Uh, okay, so we met through... Actually, social media. So, uh, we're, I- I'm a millennial, so it's definitely a stereotypical millennial situation. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> we, I had, I have run a, um, I have my Instagram and, um, I do a lot of like self love and, um, you know, empowerment work with women specifically. And, um, which much more to come. But I, <laughs> uh, had started noticing that, um, this gentleman had had been following me and and was liking some of my posts and um, started commenting on some of my things and I was like, wow, this man is pretty insightful and thoughtful in his word choice, <laughs> uh, and so I just kind of like was like, okay, cool, and then as the months went on, I was kind of like, I started noticing that. I was posting things and I was like, oh, I hope he sees this and, and I hope that he comments and I wonder what he thinks about this. And so eventually I kind of gained up the, um, I, I got the courage to uh, message Monte and say, you know, hey, thank you so much for all your kind words and and all of that. So uh, the rest is kind of Yeah, the rest is history. Um, essentially, we had met in person maybe, what, a couple months after that? Yeah you had flown you were flying to Maryland yeah. in December and we met and he picked me up in his little rental car from the <laughs> airport <laughs> and and uh, I was just smitten ever since so
0: it was a, it's been a it's been interesting primarily because of the shifts between you and i uh, as far as like personally, the things that we were dealing with. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we are two separate lives. And then, you know, suddenly we're now like, we're still two two different lives, but we now sort of intertwine a lot of these things. And so you still have things that you do. I still have things that I do. And, but for the most part, we're, we're together. And um, yeah you know physically and uh it's it's it comes with its own challenges um that's not to say that it's been i would i would say it's it's not to say it's been difficult mm-hmm. i don't think the transition um but it's it, it, there's some learning involved sure um, sure so how did you feel like so so what made you ultimately decide to close the gap? Um
1: well, I think uh it really came down to my own personal life uh and and professional. I mean, I it really, you know, this, I, it really didn't have much to do with you. <laughs> right. I uh I kind of decided you, you had offered the opportunity in the sense that, it, I think originally it was like a joke. It was a joke. Yeah, you were like, huh, you should just move out here. And I was like, nah, I, I can't do that. <laughs>
0: it was sort of a joke, but it wasn't. <laughs> and
1: sure. then I kind of like, yeah, and, and then you kind of like, I could tell you were kind of actively thinking when you said it, and you were like, no, really, like, I don't see why you couldn't. And I was like, no, I can't. I just brushed it off, because I had just finished um, getting through my licensure process, to get my license in the state of maryland to be a therapist and that's anyone who's ever done that my heart goes out to you it is very difficult uh and just tedious and so once you get to that point you're like usually you expect i think and maybe that's my fault for having an expectation but you kind of you you think you're led to believe that you're just gonna have this sigh of relief like oh it's over um And I think that was really the biggest thing for me was I didn't have that sigh of relief. I was just like still an anxious mess, still like, I don't know if like nothing, none of this feels right. None of this feels joyful or exciting. I'm really just negative about all of it. And so as time went on and as I was kind of thinking and, and just kind of in this transitional period, I was thinking about, you know, the opportunity of maybe moving out here. And I was like, I mean, if I'm gonna do it, this is the time to do it in my life. I'm young. I don't have any commitments, and on top of that, I really hadn't established my career just yet in the state of Maryland. So I was like, this is this is this is kind of the perfect do or die kind of situation where it was like you either take the leap and you do it or you stay in Maryland, which is no big. I mean, I would have been fine either way, but um i I kind of looked at the opportunity for myself, and I thought, You know what? I'm really not super happy, super um fulfilled being here in Maryland, and let's take a risk, see what happens and thankfully, in addition to that, like the bonus to that is it allowed me to close the gap with you and and it was it was a beautiful thing i was really I was nervous, and I still sometimes am like nervous, yeah, was, <laughs> just because I'm always both. nervous. <laughs> um, but I think for the most part, I'm very... Um, I don't know what the word is. I really don't know how to... I, 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 there's so many emotions I have about it, but I really feel a sense of pride now that it's all said and done in the sense that I did what was unexpected of me. I went against... A lot of people's opinions, a lot of people were very, very, like, supportive of me making this decision. Yeah. A lot of people were not. You know, they were kind of like, ooh. You know, there's always these people that are very cautious, very, um, you know, logic-related people, and which is totally fine. That's who they are. Uh, this was not necessarily, I would say, a decision that was super, super heavily rooted in logic, much more of a heart decision. Right. And I never take those decisions. I, I always choose logic. And so that's why this was a big deal for me. It was, it was a chance for me to make myself proud and to, and to do what I really, truly wanted and knew I wanted all along was to, to get a, a fresh start, really.
0: So in, in, in coming here, which I feel... Probably the most inter the most interesting aspect of of you coming here was how it wasn't just me that you seemed to be closing the gap with it seemed like you were closing the gap with some others
1: yeah yeah um yeah I think to share a little bit uh not only was I. Leaving a situation where I felt um, kind of just, just unsatisfied with my life choices around my career, and just unsure. Uh, and and let me tell you what being I think being a therapist that's not that's not a career that you can really be unsure of. Right. You know you need to be really invested, and I think that's a big reason why. I was like, I need to take some time so that I can, if I do end up becoming like actually pursuing being a therapist, then I need to be, I can be the best therapist I can possibly be, um, and go with a level head. But in addition to that, I, I was dealing with some familial issues like my family. Um, for sure. My mom and I's relationship was more strained than ever. Um, I just felt like we just weren't, we were just we just weren't clicking. We just weren't thriving as mom and daughter. Like we usually, you know, we, we typically do, but, um, I think it, it definitely, our relationship spoke to where my, where my own personal stuff was coming from, you know, like I was dealing with a lot of my own stuff. She was dealing with her own stuff. And and when two people are dealing with those things, you know, you end up You end up in the situation of, you know, two people that are preoccupied um, with their own selfish needs versus attending to the relationship that is, um, you know, at hand. And so I, my mom and I just were not as close. And so um, it's very strange, but uh, I was really worried about leaving her and leaving and the relationship becoming even more strained. But... It does seem as though after we' living here and after moving and everything's all said and done, our relationship is like thriving more than ever. Um, my mom and I, and um, and I, I it really came down to closing the gap of with, between you and I and then closing the gap between my parents, of that childhood that child-adult relationship and making it into an adult-adult relationship. So me establishing and, and making this decision and seeing it through and actually thriving is helping my parents recognize that I am an adult. and I, I really don't need their coddling anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: uh, why do you think that, why do you think that, um why do you think sometimes like getting away from, from a certain situation brings you clarity? Or getting away from, because it wasn't necessarily a bad situation. It's Mm-mm. just, it, it. it's something I think every, every parent child relationship goes through. I've certainly gone through it um, with, with my family and mm. my mom and I are closer, even though physically we're, Mm-hmm. much farther apart. She and I are, are closer emotionally. And so why do you think that I
1: think, I think distance... Distance... I mean, the time old saying goes, distance makes the heart grow fonder, but... Absence. Or absence. Sorry, I like to say distance because in this cool. situation, was distance. Well, like yeah, that. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, you... For me, I forgive my mom for a lot more when I'm not physically in front of her. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good or a bad thing, but I don't feel the negative energy through the phone <laughs> as right. much as I do as when I'm in person. And that that I pick up on people's energies very easily, and so my mom's energy can be... She is an amazing human. She also is going through a lot of tough things right yeah. now. So a lot of her energy, I feed off of it, and then it, I, re- in return, bring that home with me. When I am distant from her physically, th- I, that doesn't, I don't, I don't feel the effects of her energy as much. And so um, it's a lot more of a positive interaction and... And like I said, I forgive her. I I feel less burdened by her her just who she is. <laughs> like this sounds so bad. I don't know how to explain it, but it's it's definitely um, it's definitely important. And uh, and and it's it's just interesting to me how her and I thrive with me being at you know just farther away we always have so
0: do you think distance um brings an opportunity to do well do you think that do you think that when you're physically near someone do you think we take for granted that we're there and then distance brings an opportunity to recognize just how much we take Sure. Our granted.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you you miss certain things, or you when you're not able to access the comfort of home, or your family, or your people, whatever that looks like. I think a lot of times you you look back and you're like, wait, I don't, I can't just go over to my parents' house on a Sunday afternoon and have Sunday dinner with them, and like. So you you realize you're able to see just how much you do take for granted or the things that you maybe miss when you don't have them at your you know easy access to right um, and we so just pull
0: up when you when you're sick and you don't feel well right exactly and that's my favorite thing to when I feel sick I'm, I'm like sick. I want to be dated by my mom
1: <laughs> and so I mean you saw that happen and and you know my parents' home especially especially being at my parents' home. There is something so soothing and so comforting about that, which is why, again, this decision was so important for me because it has forced me to seek self comfort. It's, 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 it's forcing me to look for healthier ways to manage my stress and my anxiety and all of those, those emotions, those heavy emotions versus going to my parents' house and reverting back to a lot of my old unhealthy ways. If that, that, that makes sense
0: that being said you that uh, I guess safety safety net or that that safety blanket is still there of course and I can
1: always go home and and, and visit and there's certain things that are that are wonderful about that and and I think for me I'm the type of person that when I do go home you know I lived I lived out of state a couple uh, before prior to this. And, um, when I would go home, it was kind of like you, it's like bliss. Like you really do appreciate where you come from and the people that, you know, you come from and, um, and all the other, all the side little, excuse me, language with bullshit just doesn't, you just don't even think about it because you're just, you're just grateful. And you know, those, those but then, of course, it's like any kid goes home, adult child goes home. And then after a couple of days, you're like, OK, it's time to go back right. to my place. <laughs> so um, for me, I just I think I thrive differently. I don't want to say better or worse, but I, just, I thrive more independently when I live away from my family because I have a family that is very loving and also very invested in my life and is heavily in believes that they have a heavy influence in my life. Right. And I allow that. So, um, but I don't mean it for this to be like a therapy session about my family. I just, uh, I do feel as though closing the gap between you and I has allowed for a significant closing in the, in the gap between my family. Yeah. Um, even though it's opposite in the sense that I moved away from my family, but emotionally we're much closer than, than the gap that was happening when I was living in state, you know, with them. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very blessed and super, I'm just kind of riding with it. I'm just rolling with this, um, with this new chapter and, uh, and all that comes with it—challenges, triumphs, all of it.
0: It was important to me that in making this cross-country move, um, that you, because that you did this for you, and we talked about that pretty mm-hmm. frequently. Like, don't I don't want you to do this for me. I want you to do this for you. And I want you, I want this to be a decision that you make that's based on you having evaluated all of your options and then you you know deciding what it is that you really want without sure. me being a part of it because i think I, what i was afraid of was that you were going that you if i had tried to influence you in any any way or pressure you in any way that you would just be running from something and so i think the important thing about closing a gap is that you can't run away from something and still close a gap you're whatever it is you're whatever it is you're running from Mm -hmm. there is Mm -hmm. going to it's gonna it's gonna be here with you when you get here and so if this doesn't work out because of because of of pressures and stuff that you feel, or you feel like I made this this mistake, and I, I I shouldn't have done this because I was pressured into it, or because of you know because I was running away, then you'll run back to mm. the very thing that you were trying to get away from. In of the, in course, the beginning.
1: of course.
0: Do you see like, do you do you see people that just kind of don't? they don't necessarily take advantage of of where they are because they're kind of, they get bogged down with like, just feeling like, oh, I, this this sucks right now. They get stuck in the lull or they, they get comfortable, so comfortable that when things are uncomfortable, the first thing they do is like look for a way out.
1: Absolutely, I'm one of those people. I've been for years. Um. And this is one of the first times in my life where I'm like, as tough as it is and as much as I hate it most of the time, I'm willing and ready to call myself out on my own shit Um, and and see that that's the type of person that I am and how that has not worked for me in the past. So therefore, it's important to change that moving forward um, for things to successfully work out. Um, And so... I Yes, that's a very, very common thing, I think, with people that are my age or um, or even younger um, or even older. I mean, I think at all ages, really anyone's susceptible to this, but I do believe that um, a lot of young people have this, this mentality of the grass is going to be greener. Right. Um, and so because we're always thinking that or seeking... The next best thing, or you know, seeing so and so has this and I don't, so therefore I'm not enough or I'm not I'm not as good as that person. A lot of those things, those themes roll around in our heads, and and it really it really distracts you from enjoying what's right in front of you, you know, um, and it's and it takes away your joy. It really does. But to what you had asked, saying, you know that. Do you believe or have you have you encountered people that are um essentially struggling to uh I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Struggling to, to <laughs>
0: tr- struggling to uh to close the gap, not just not just between their families or but also spiritually, emotionally within the Yeah, themselves. so
1: being able to deal with tough situations and tough emotions basically is what you're
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where that really comes from. I think a big piece comes from, uh, how specifically my generation has been raised. Um, I was raised with parents that God bless them, love them, but they did everything under the sun for me. They still try to do everything under the sun for me. Mm. And that's, that is where I'm, I'm learning that. I really haven't had many decisions or many instances or experiences where I have had to go at it alone or really, really just sit in those negative emotions and just feel them. You know, if it's not that my family is consoling me or wanting to take care of me or wanting to, you know, oh, we'll we'll buy you this and, and take care of this. That way you don't have to worry about it. Um, and, and really, you know, distract me from dealing with real life shit. Uh, I, if it's not my parents doing that, then it's social media or television or, you know, various other things that help you numb out. And, um, mm-hmm. for me, food is a big one, you know, and I don't want to go into that right now, but, um, it, there are many things that can distract us from actually wanting to deal with, like needing to deal with a lot of things in life. And so when things go get tough, it's just like, okay, well, you know what? This isn't really working for me right now. So instead of changing you and changing your own mindset around stuff, um, or changing, you know, the, the real deep, hard, hard internal things, uh, we just abort ship and it's like, hmm okay, uh, well, I'll just go here or I'll just change jobs or I'll, you know, I'll just change boyfriends, whatever change that my, looks like. I'll change
0: my Instagram handle and things will be completely Exactly, exactly. Completely and things will be different. better. And,
1: <laughs> and, yeah, and so it's always here's this small thing, this, this, this component to my life that I can change is going to make me feel so much better. When you know, and, and internally you do know that a lot of things – If, if you were to just change your perspective, perception or perspective, your decisions, your choices, something along that line, that is where true fulfillment comes from. It it really, you are the root of everything. You are the common denominator in all of those things in your life. So of course, if all those things, you change them and they're still not working, you're still not happy. That's it's about time you look inward, honey <laughs> you know and I'm guilty of it 100% I do it all the time. I still find myself catching myself do it Same-sies. where I'm like, you know I just said to you today about how if I just had better outfits to post on Instagram, then you know this will happen and this would happen and that would happen. And you brought me right back to reality where you're like, one, is that even who you want to be on social media? like is this even your part of your goals? And two, what does it matter? Like, if, what what does it matter? You feeling confident in whatever you're wearing, whatever you're doing, no matter what, capturing moments when you feel most alive or when you feel most in love with yourself, that's the stuff that you got to get. That's the stuff that people want to see. That's the stuff that makes you feel fulfilled as a blogger or as whatever, you know, As uh, this could go for any situation, anyone's career you know familial situations anything is if you are able to take what you have and make it the best thing possible and have a solid attitude around it you're golden
0: well there's an authenticity to it I, I you and I were talking about um I think I had sent you a couple of um Instagrammers who they, they and there's nothing for nothing wrong with paid for um advertising, but mm. there was like I think there was at one there was a headshot that had like five different um companies, you know, listed and, and mm. advertised and it's like that for 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 a lot of people they'll look at this and they look at they look at people's lives on social media and they they they're like they fantasize about being this thing they fantasize about looking this way oh girl you look amazing girl your your hair is incredible dude like bro you your your abs are incredible but a lot of that stuff because of because of the balance between the paid for where you're just hawking stuff because they're paying you to hawk it and then you actually believing believing in what you're selling, Mm -hmm. because of that disparity, no one outside of you or or who you confide in knows that that's that's how you feel. They don't know Mm -hmm. that you don't really, you're not in love with it but they fantasize about being or having these things, mm-hmm. and meanwhile they're getting further and further and further away from their own happiness. They're extending the gap between who they who they really want to be and who they think they should be,
1: mm-hmm. based
0: on these things that we we visualize or that we distract ourselves with, mm-hmm. you know. I'll give you a perfect example the Kardashians. People are enamored by the Kardashians, but it when when you look at when you look at the 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 objective uh traits of very specific uh instances like certain examples of this behavior, or certain examples of this thing or every woman it practically wants in some way or or another to look like one of the one of the sisters mm-hmm. but what's wrong with you looking like you mm-hmm. what's wrong with you staying true to who you are mm-hmm. you and then you're lost because you're out you're just out looking for all of this this stuff that doesn't ultimately mean anything it's not going to help you in, in, emotionally. It's really not going to sure. sp- fill you emotionally. And then you don't... You're, you're just lost because you are... You've extended the gap so much further rather than closing the gap to mm. your own happiness.
1: I like the way you tied the title in there.
0: Yeah, well... The, you think you slick? Well, <laughs> I am slick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, baby oil, Johnson Johnson. Got that Johnson Johnson. <laughs> but I... I think because that's that's a big dynamic of our relationship is is um and I don't really talk about our relationship as far as the podcast goes, like we talk about certain things that people probably assume are our relationship. I'm like, no, that's definitely not us right right, <laughs> but um the the importance of the importance of that, like I said, between like with social media is that prior to, well technology has allowed us to become closer to one another, if we allow it to become closer to one another. It's allowed us to tap into much deeper spiritual feelings and emotional feelings and alter ourselves physically in a way that we did not have access to, you know, twenty. 20 years ago, last time LeBron James wasn't in the NBA finals, Instagram didn't exist. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there were there were no influencers with 50,000, 200,000, a million followers. Right. You know, influencing based on this particular platform. I would love for people to see, you know what? Some more authenticity as far as their relationship goes because you can you and I if you and I are sitting in the same room and we're on our phones we you and I are not paying pretty much not paying attention to one another at all Mm -hmm. because we're so distracted by this thing it's not necessarily that it's not necessarily that you and I aren't learning whatever we are We could be reading the news or whatever Mm -hmm. we could be doing, you know, studying or or whatever the case is. But when you are... When you're that close to someone, but you're, like, physically, but you are so much further apart because of this thing that's distracting you, Mm -hmm. This, this phone or this laptop or this iPad or while you're on these devices, this uh, s- social media accounts, this Snapchat, this IG, this WhatsApp, whatever the case is. Oh yeah, yeah. You know
1: It could be literally you feel like you're on your phone for ten minutes and all of a sudden you're like, It's been two hours. But that's two hours that of you and so I were
0: not much... together. Right. Like we were not emotionally like we at were not all together. With each other. Yeah. No and so that's i think the the to tie the sort of tie all that back into um into you and i i think has been part of the reason why we've been successful we use technology and social media we discuss it and we uh, collaborate on these things and we used we used prior to you coming out here or prior to me coming to see you we used Technology to um, communicate. T- yeah, and to bring us closer, e- until we could be physically closer. You know, mm-hmm. uh, FaceTiming is huge. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, for for that specific thing. So I'm grateful to it for that. But you know, I I personally want people to realize that there's so much more to all of this. Then, like you, I, I really want people to focus on on what's what's really important. If you want to spend time with someone, if you mm-hmm. want the distance if you're trying to do a distance relationship, if you want that to work, it works the exact same way as if you and I were standing in front of each other. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. Ultimately, I have to be present for you. Mm-hmm. I you know when you called. um when we were, there was a three hour time difference between us, and you called me or I called you, I'm wouldn't you be pretty pissed if like you had wanted to talk to me all day and but I was distracted with like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like that's so it works the same way. When you're with someone, be with that person. Don't just.
1: Yeah. No. You're right. And I, I, I will. I'll def we catch each other. I catch us, and I'll be like okay, send the phone away. Uh, and, and it just, you get sucked into this warp, you know, this warp time zone where you're like just scrolling like a robot. Um, but you know, I do say, I will say that, you know, there, there is an importance to it in a sense that that's how you and I keep up with a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people a lot of people uh you know, our phones in general are a lot of times, especially since we're both not from the West Coast, how we maintain our relationships with people back home, yeah. you know, back east it's and our so, right, excuse me, and so there is a need for it. Um, what is really sweet is like we will be on our phones and we'll still be like touching each other, like you know you'll you'll or reach I'll call over. You.
0: I'll call you while you're, you're laying next to me and I'll call you.
1: Right. Or you'll, like, I'll be in the kitchen and you're, like, sending me memes or, you know, whatever. We'll, I'll
0: text you, like, hey, what's happening?
1: <laughs> yeah. What's I mean, <laughs> there's a ton of things that we, ways that we, and I think a big piece, too, is we bond a lot over, like, funny videos and dog videos and little things like that. But
0: but we watch those things together. Like, right. That's, that's a that's, big
1: that is different. So sometimes we, I have found that we will utilize social media scrolling time as unfortunate as it is that we like have that in our lives. It's a part of our lives. So we're we're learning to adapt it in the best way possible. So we will create a bonding time together to watch videos or to do things like that. So, um, so that way it's like fulfilling that need or like that, that, you know, just sometimes you do just need to numb out and it happens and we're all like that. Um, there's but very, doing it together is kind of sweet, yeah. and
0: there's very little sound um in in what we consume. there's a whole lot of noise, yeah, yeah, but most of this bullshit is just noise, but there's very little there's very little you know actual powerful yeah. sound Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. and yeah. picking and choosing i mean it's not it's not wrong to just sort of veg out, but maintaining that relationship between you and I, yeah. and that's just that's not just. This, it, this not just doesn't just go for social media it's like if you are hanging out with all these people over here but you're not spending time with your partner spend time with your partner yeah. spend your spend more time with your partner i sp- i don't hang around i personally don't hang around a lot of single people in the sense that because i don't necessarily do the single people stuff with right. you so
1: well and i will say it's it is different how do I put it? it it is challenging to be a single woman and have friends that are that are single um you know we hung out last night with a group of a group of couples and it Who is were either married
0: or they were getting married
1: exactly and it was different like it, it was great like they just you didn't have to like, we're just kind of all on the same page in the sense of like what's happening in our lives and in that committed relationships, you know, being there as a, as a part of the the life puzzle for all of us is, you know, obviously they're all individual relationships and have their own things and different dynamics. But overall, it's just a general understanding. Um, you know, a great example is with my single friends, um, not that they're out doing wild things, you know, right. like going to the bars and clubs all the time. Not at all. It's just a difference between, like, okay, I not only do I want to spend time with my partner, so I won't be able to hang out, you know, every single weekend, but on top of that, like, I need to cultivate that time with my partner because that is my partner, like, that is my person that is time that we need to spend together to grow and to experience new things together. Right. And so a lot of times single people don't not, There's nothing against it. I was that person for a long time where you're so like, uh, you know, I just want somebody to, you know, I just want my friends to be at my beckoning call all the time because I'm bored and don't have anything to do or want to go hang out and go do this. And so I don't knock it at all. I think that's great. And I'm grateful that I have friends that invite me to go places, but, it is important, as you know, to for me to set those boundaries of no. This this weekend I'm really spending time with 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 Monte and and this is just how it's gonna be.
0: <laughs> you or know, I'll catch up time, with you another time. <laughs> or splitting time between friends because you sure. can spend too much time with your partner or with a specific friend and not necessarily Absolutely. enough with you know other
1: so. friends or other yeah.
0: it's
1: yeah yeah, there's there's a fine balance and and also included in that and taking it's important to take time for yourself and so for me i i definitely there's just times where i'm like i just want to kind of go do something by myself yeah you know and so you have to honor that and do it um but yeah i think i think overall if i were to sum it up um just the experience of moving here and closing the gap between you and i uh in closing the gap in my family, all of that, I've I've learned, a few things, um, so far, and there'll be plenty more that I'm learning, uh, and I'm excited about it. I think, I think I've learned that, I'm stronger than I ha- I really, kind of give myself credit for. Uh, I think that I make a mountain out of a molehill a lot of times, meaning I take a very simple problem or something that is, you know, an issue, whatever, but I make it into this just catastrophic thing. Uh, and I think that's a very common thing that a lot of people do. Uh, and I've, I'm learning that not everything has to be blown out of proportion and sometimes it's okay to take some time to reflect and think before you react. So, um, and that goes for my relationships, for my career, for a lot of things um and I I'm I'm most definitely grateful for the opportunity to kind of take some time to reinvent myself and and you know you had said something the other day that I I, I was like I'm just really ready to get back to my old self and you were like your old self really you're not going there
0: you're your old self is, is, is gone. gone. Yeah. And that's okay. It's not, it's not a bad thing.
1: Right, right. It's okay to let that go and let that be and that that's who you needed to be in that time. And I, that really, that did really stick with me. I didn't really tell you that, but it, it stuck with me. It impacted me a lot to say that because I was like, whoa, he's so right. Like, I'm I'm fighting to go back to this person and that person's not, that's, just, that's a waste of my time. That person's not there anymore. This is a time in my life where now I'm i I'm becoming and transitioning and evolving into an even better, even stronger, more wise and, you know, more patient, hopefully fingers crossed, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Alex. And so I'm, I'm so grateful for this opportunity. And I think moving was kind of the catalyst for all of this. So, uh, and I'm also, the last little bit is learning that not everything is about me, even though I want it to be always about me. I mean,
0: let me now say that.
1: Yeah, we'll have to do another <laughs> podcast
0: on how you feel about let that. Me, no, I'm mean, You know, I mean, uh, let me not say nothing because <laughs> you got a lot of female friends. I don't. I don't want to get the. Don't catch no hands, man. No, I don't want. I don't want to, no smoke, man. It has
1: nothing to do with anything. Free you, smoke, you've free you've smoke. Done. I just, I just am learning that you know, the world doesn't always. It, it's a good thing for the world not to revolve around you. So yeah, well, as much as it, I hate it, and I'm like, oh, but I want it to. It's important that, you My know... My
0: world revolves around you. No. My sun rises and sets, according to you. And with that...
1: <laughs> with that, yeah. We'll, we'll have to transition into part two of
0: this. Yeah, well, so. but uh, remember to stay in the light. And um, just think about think about it. Just think about trying to close the gap between... In, yeah. in your life between where can you close the gap yeah. in
1: your life like whatever that looks like uh, a gap could be something that's going to bring you closer to harmony within yourself
0: yeah and better relationships outside maybe a, maybe uh, better working relationships better familiar relationships better associations more learning opportunities for yourself and uh, you know go forth do good and be awesome and be stay loud. in the light. Yeah.